Hey everybody, it's the 4th of July and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing pod strato. Pod stracular. A podster stratocaster. <laughs> I'm your host Jake. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. And Hot Stuff is here in the same room with us and it's great. There won't be a weird delay after everything that he says. Is it? Is that what happens or is there just a weird delay before everything I said? Yeah, well, see, I, uh, you usually say things that are so not funny that I like to just let them hang. Oh, and so nice. by, by calibrating the delay to occur after things that you say... Uh, it just it just makes that all the sweeter. How's okay. it going? How was how was your? You flew back and played video games on an airplane. I did. Yeah, I I uh, wrapped up several of my open ended iPhone games, uh, <clears throat> and uh, now I am uh, now I'm waiting for new games. I guess. Good. <laughs> how you guys been? Been all right. All right. Getting some work done. Yeah, you you've gotten more KOL work done in the past few days than a lot of us. Although I did that whole item of the month. I did that whole thing by myself. You did good. Yeah. Uh, well, except for coming up with the idea of the quap. That was, that was hot <laughs> stuff. <so I> <laughs> um, gorp. Yeah. Gorp. Hot stuff is the only one of us that ever unironically uses the word gorp. Yeah. It's not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that about absolutely everything. It's like, this table's not a real thing. Well, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it is, thanks to... Thanks to our new buddy, Higgs, Higgs Boson. Higgs boson. <laughs> the Higgs Bozo. Turns out everything gets its mass from clowns. Higgs, Higgs oh, Boson. Wow. Bozo Fields. Boson Higgs. That all of the mass in the universe comes from atoms shitting themselves in fear of clowns. <laughs> the Bose Higgsons. What's weird this is... This is like way more expensive than they need to be for their quality. This is just a confirmation. At this point, it seems like it's just a confirmation of what we had already theorized to be true. So it's like not real new science. Sure it is. Remember when everybody thought that if you hit two rocks together, that it would make A, a pleasant sound, and B, a fire? Uh-huh. Everybody believed that literally dozens of years before it was proved. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody finally somebody finally did it finally, and gathered two rocks yes, together yeah. finally got two rocks at the same time yeah and that man is that man is the first scientist <laughs> prometheus yes oh <laughs> uh, boy did you watch prometheus yet i did not i've i'm curious about it because i've so many people said it was bad and then i started hearing some people being like you know i really liked this and I'm curious where on that the, on that the red letter I'll media fall. review of it is pretty good. Who is there one? Yeah, is it a video? Uh, yeah. Like, is it one of his long form? No, it's one of the uh, half in the bag reviews. Oh, just audio. No, it's video. But oh. it's video, but it's two the two guys sitting there talking about it. It's oh. not. It's not like an elaborate. You know, it's the, not, it is not in dramatization a yeah. work. Right. Okay. It's I guess not, it is a work. It's not a personification of the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Red Letter Media is awesome and perpetuates rape culture. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying that there's causation there, but I am saying that there is correlation. Um, Coraline is not. Oh man, I wish I'd had a better. I wish I'd had a better uh, movie that sounded kind of like causation. <laughs> Coraline is not the Cosby Show. <laughs> Uh, well, do you guys want to just jump straight into these Kingdom of Loathing questions? Sure. There was no show on Monday, and so we uh, have a pile and a half. Dars right? super question time forever. Jick, please talk about backs. Why are backs? Uh, I don't know, man. Babies, I, did that. I mean, it keeps all your guts from falling out behind you. The back, yeah. 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 So it protects your guts from a predator that is chasing you, yeah. but not from a 
predator that is not really no, no i mean i just watched the gray they go it, right up your it, butt. Does, it does not work <laughs> they go right up your butthole yeah <laughs> so your you're back hole <laughs> ba- the backs did not help these guys at all my, my grandpa bought a back hole <laughs> That's, um yeah faustus pringle writes two questions senors hey, faustus uh Question the first. You guys must spend a lot of time making KOL, fixing it, and testing it. Do you spend time just playing it for the enjoyment of the thing? Popping on before breakfast to play your adventures and such like? Nope. I thought he said pooping before breakfast. Once, I was like, once in a great what? while, I do. I did like I did a couple of uh, uh, bees runs, and I think I did a fist run. When the new thing comes out, I'll probably do a couple of those. The new challenge path. Yeah. The, thing, the one that you have made. Yeah. So you will finally figure out what it is to experience the least fun thing in the world. <laughs> it's like playing through playing something, something that, that you, that you yourself have made. Designed in and that entirety. there are no surprises. Yep. Yep. I don't play through chunk, large chunks of it. I'll play through little bits of it at a time. Yeah. But. Yeah. Like I want to say that I. No, I don't. I don't even play through the like, the like content familiar stuff. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, I don't know. It's like we're the only people on earth who don't get to enjoy KOL. I mean, there's a lot of people who I don't know that they would get to enjoy it if they don't speak English. It's pretty opaque. Well, but they could at least look at the pictures and think, oh, that's a thing that I didn't draw. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess you guys get to have that. uh, You guys get to have that particular element of the game. Which aesthetically appreciate it. I mean, I do like... Look at the source code and appreciate it now. Sure. I like reading stuff that uh, Scully wrote. Oh man! So we use the source code to get on a train where oh, there right. is a in a copy of the world where we exist, but did not create KOL, but somebody else did. Mm. So then we do get to play it. Only all the jokes are dumb, uh, not like our good jokes. Because <laughs> uh, in all alternate universes, jokes are dumber than this one. Yeah, yeah. It's like in Primer. Every time you make a copy, the jokes get slightly dumber. It's like it's like writing jokes with your left mouth. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see wrist cutters? I did no. not. It's the, the premise there is that if uh, if you commit suicide, you wake up in a copy of this world that's exactly the same. Only everything is just a little bit worse. Like Ew. things are ju- things are just dirtier, and like everybody has really sucky jobs. <laughs> um, and so, like nobody there is willing to commit suicide because they're terrified of what the next world would be like if they <laughs> if they went to that one. And they, and people theorize how many times they had killed themselves before to get in the world before this one <laughs> well, but wouldn't they re- do they not remember their previous lives how do they figure this out uh they have like slash marks on their wrists and stuff like that i, I mean they're, they're like stuck at their current age too it's just like yeah it's just a mess hmm. so it's like in time except sure uh, the readout of how much time you have left is always zero and is made of scars in <laughs> time was the movie that i felt like had the most promise and had just delivered the least on it and had like the worst script of anything mm. I'd seen in years, probably. Oh man, speaking of which, guys. Yeah. Guys, I should have done this. I should have made us have a movie uh, afternoon Ooh. this afternoon in the name of the king, a dungeon siege tale. Oh. It's coming. Yay. It's like actually out. It's, it is it is on my desk. Oh, it's on your desk. Yeah, it's um, a DVD. I'm almost as eager to see that as I am to see The Great Gatsby starring Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio in 3D. Uh, Faustus Pringle continues, in real life, what do you like to wear on your back? I, nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, the back of my shirt. Yeah. Okay, yeah, my half po- a shirt. Ponytail. Usually uh, half a shirt. I used to, I used to, 
be all into backpacks, but I haven't mm-hmm. had the need to wear one for a long time. I wear a backpack I've with regularity. I've got like a messenger bag that I like a lot. But it's, I don't know, slung over your shoulder. I guess it's on your back. We do sometimes go backpacking and we yeah. wear fucking 50 pounds of goddamn everything Yeah, on our backs. Which is kind of cool. Uh, it's cool to put it down. <laughs> I like uh, I like jet packs, uh, <laughs> although I do not wear one. <laughs> yeah, like a black backpack. Mm-hmm. Pitch Pitch packs. Black pack? Coal pack. Uh, Romney super pack. <laughs> uh, the Sal writes, uh, I find that oftentimes I have a surfeit of HP and an unsurfeit of MP. Mightn't there be a skill that allows oneself to add MP at the expense of HP? I'm thinking something along the lines of self-vampery. Uh, well, it, well uh, while no that's cool, that it would balanced. be super yeah. unbalanced because we have always been extremely generous with HP and extremely uh, stingy with MP. And there's a bunch well, of ways to just completely boost. refill your HP with a little bit of yeah. MP. But very so. limited ways to completely fill your MP. Like adding in a complete MP restore is a thing that we have done extremely sparingly. Yeah. Um, there is the you just did it. hand jobs from the nun. Uh, well, that's limited to a thousand. Sure. Um, which is probably what I would always do now. Because, you know, just it's to, just that just same to, problem that we have trying to balance across a game where there are clans of one guy and clans of 5,000 guys, and then there are level zero dudes and level 255 dudes. Buff bats. And when will we get feet? My stumps are getting sore from all the standing and the walking and the running and the standing and the nice lady. He didn't actually say the nice lady. Uh, I'm probably not adding another equipment slot for a long, long time. This time we didn't really add one. We just repurposed. Yeah, we just already had one. We repurposed a uh, sort of a deprecated one. Uh, Erich says, would you guys ever consider a PvP style revamp to the cake-shaped arena where instead of every five winning turns, each win gives a currency that can go towards familiar equipment? Maybe even an expensive passive a la the expensive PvP passives. It might not make the arena ascension relevant again, but it sure would be fun to play, especially if you had PvP style minis, but for familiars. Well, mm. I mean, we should you do couldn't do style combat. Yeah, mm. like Archon. Yeah, you couldn't do PvP style minis for familiars, really, because familiars don't have things about them. They can equip things. They have names. They have number of kills, and they have experience. But that's and pretty they have limited. They have you know percentage of your run yeah. that they have been on you. They have whether or not they are equipped. Uh, they have whether or not you've used a movable feast on them. Sure, there there are some things like whether or not they are sitting on your chair. Where hat. Where, where they have adventured it might be interesting, I guess. I like, don't think we know that. Well, but with we could any granularity, but we could we could do that. I mean, we could make we could make a whole new game that was just sort of what your familiar does. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I I like the idea of, of that little dungeon crawl. Familiar mini familiar. game that I have that I have hypothesized, but uh, it's no, it's not going to happen. I mean, there there are not very many interesting things about familiars mechanically, right? Even I mean, the mechanical familiars. There's stuff what there's stuff that they do. Yeah, like the clockwork grapefruit. Yeah. I, I still think that's the best familiar. I don't really think that's the best familiar. <laughs> I don't know what I think the best familiar is. Probably the mosquito. Because it was your first. Yeah. Erich says, also, can you double check that the new backslot doesn't break the every part of the seal trophy? Oh, it probably does. Unless C.D. Moyer fixed that. He fixed some other stuff about that today. He I was a... surprised by the number of things that it that the backslot did not respect. Yeah, I mean, I think we just ignored it in a lot of cases. Oh, because it was already coded. So you had like specifically forbidden it in a lot of places. I don't know that we had explicitly forbidden it, but 
uh, we were like, fuck you, Backslot. You're fucking forbidden vagina. Um, other Earlier today, I was saying I wanted explicit confirmation of something. I see. And I was like, yes, it's fucking vagina confirmed. Do you think it's, do you think vagina is explicit? It is explicit, not in the uh, dirty word sense, but in the graphic detail sense. Okay. Wait, is there a difference between those two things? Yeah. So explicit lyrics are because in the lyric, when they say these words, you picture a vagina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Smorgaz says, you did a wonderful design job on the brush fires. Even as a jaded aftercourse, I found them to be dangerous and intriguing. I'm curious why you put them first, since they seem more like uh, since they seem more like what I'd expect in the climactic final days of the event. I'd love to hear your other comments on them, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I see what you mean. No, um, but the fire, just a fire, seems like the least, like, to me, Thematic. narratively, yeah, mm-hmm. a fire is less interesting than a bat made out of fire. And I know that mechanically is really what you care about when you're looking at a thousand turns of it, right? So, yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, and it, it was like an opportunity to gear up for the later stuff, but that turned out to not be super important just because we just can't really do stuff like that. You know, unless it's like, all right, you need to get a thousand of these commendations to get the thing that unlocks the second to get to get the, yeah, to get the metal yeah. detector to collect the second type of commendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's how it goes. Um, I mean, this world event was I was not really dedicating all my cylinders to it and nobody else really worked on it that much. So it just it, it was almost it, entirely you. Yeah. It was what it was. I mean, it, you know, and, and I, it's like. The point of it was swapping the planes over to use place.php instead of planes.php, which was not that big of a deal. And that's a lot of the reason that I decided in the middle of this to do the backslot thing, because it's like, well, okay, people are expecting more of a change out of this. So now every time I revamp a container, uh, every every single container document will result in one new equipment slot. <laughs> <laughs> or I thought one new, one new repurposing of the former container slot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. turns out it's butts. <laughs> uh, Deus Ex Machina. That man, we'd have to go through. We would have to go through every item in the game. This would be a good job for an intern. Go through every item in this game and click this checkbox for the ones that you think would fit in a butt. <laughs> in or on? In. So could you like? How would you keep it there? What do you mean? Depends on whose butt. Yeah, there's. I mean, some some butts are very. What if it's like bub? And if you're laying down, you can put a lot of stuff on your butt. In or on? Oh, on? On the butt. Yeah, okay. I mean, how do you keep stuff... What? How what? do you keep stuff on your back? You it's you don't. It's attached via... It goes around you. Okay. So, on your butt is the same same kind of way? No. Okay. So, I mean, are you talking about like a butt that could wield a Look, sword? You don't have <laughs> butt shoulders. <laughs> You're just holding the sword at your butt and... Your back, your clenched. back. You have you have your a back waist. Has shoulders. It's not. What are you? <laughs> your Marilyn, back doesn't have are you, shoulders. Are you Marilyn Monroe? Your back ends in some shoulders. Your, your butt, butt ends in your waist. No, your butt ends in your back. Your waist is not like shoulders unless you have arms coming out of your pelvis. Do it. I mean, do I guess you, you do. They're called legs. Uh, Deus Ex Machina says, July 1st is Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. You should celebrate in the traditional Canadian way by spending the day drinking beer and eating bacon. But Except it's not real bacon. Ham. Uh, um, yeah, it's that. It's, it's like it's, bacon. It's white fish that's been colored <laughs> to look like bacon. That's why it's bacon with a K. Hmm. 
Backen. Um, Kodrick says, I love backs. Serious question, though. High mains and other Walk of Ages items seem to be no better than other much easier to make foods, such as reagent pastas. Are there any plans to improve them? Yeah, no. I mean, in an ideal world, we could just redo all of that shit and just rebalance the relative qualities of foods based on what is involved in acquiring them. But a lot of that stuff is relics of the time when there was no ascension, right? So some things that used to require cooperation between multiple people no longer do, so that's just not a thing anymore. Um, yeah. Gerbil Man says, What do you think about adding in a PvP version of the Meat Maid? Something like a Meat Corner Man who <laughs> would give you extra PvP fights and take up the Meat Maid slot in the campground so you'd have to choose between them like clan furniture. P.S. Thanks for the awesome event, guys. You're welcome. Meat Corner Man. He's like a guy... Uh, like a guy made of meat that holds out a gives you some water and then is yeah. like don't swallow it he makes <laughs> you spit it onto a towel he, then he throws the towel into the ring for you oh yeah yeah then he yells at you get out there balboa what about a meat coroner man you could slice meat extra meat off of he your would enemies. point at your opponent and your tell them that they were dead meat cornered yeah. beef <laughs> cornered beef yeah this was a cow that was killed when it was very very frightened so it, yeah. this is beef <laughs> yeah um i thought the i thought they tried to surprise them so that they didn't get the the gross fear chemicals in yeah the yeah with temple grandin yeah figured that out yeah um i cannot hear the phrase temple grandin and think of it as a person even though i know it's a person yeah um it just sounds like is it? Because... It sounds like a law firm or <laughs> or like a college. Okay. Yeah. Well, because what what's the temple? Uh... There's temple. It's a place you go to Buell worship. Temple. It adds plus two. It adds minus two unrest in Master of Magic oh, cities. Right. Yeah. It adds minus two. It subtracts two. Master unrest. of Magic. Yeah. Oh, it's civilization too. Civ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm, I've played a lot more Master of Magic than Civ. Okay. Whack says, preemptively loving the item of the month. Great work on that. I don't know if this is before you've before it came out and you're being sarcastic. Whack. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Can we have a slime resistance or slime hates it back item? Oh, Jesus Christ. Why does everybody never shut up about slime hates it or slime resist? Or I don't know. They want it to be easier to yeah. get to get to other slime. How about Hobopolis back items? Oscus's pelt. I didn't change that to a back item because I wasn't sure how it would interact with um, the outfit code. And I think it would not have worked. Um, back items can't be part of outfits? They probably can be now. Hmm. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if that's Moyer actually fixed that or not. I feel like that was one of the things he worked on today. But a but pelt I'm is something that you wear around your uh, mid-body shoulders. Well, if you're... <laughs> You hang it oh, on your, your Boba Fett suspenders. <laughs> uh, every adventurer has a set of Boba Fett suspenders that are... <laughs> that was just assumed. Yeah. Uh, or a PvP kick me sign for the new PvP season. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I like that. That is pretty good. Uh, also, I had a whole lot of demon names and now I don't know what they are. Can I have those back, please? Yes. Can you... That'd be kind of funny if it was just something that appeared on your profile to everyone but you. <laughs> what, Boba Fett suspenders? No, the kick me sign. Oh. Mm. Yeah, to you and all your multis. I mean, really, if every back item was a thing that appeared on your profile oh, yeah, to yeah. everyone but you, that'd be pretty funny. You get like, oh man, huge, creepy-looking fucking spider. Don't move. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, also, uh, no. Is the July item the month of back item? Perhaps one that makes us the hero loathing needs, but not the hero loathing deserves? I don't get it. Uh, some, something about bat, Batman? Back, Batman. Jake hit F5 seriously. What does All that right, mean? guys. This is serious. I hit it. What does that do? It refreshes the page. I, like, I think he gets mad when I, or she, I don't know if Whack is a... I think because Wank was a girl, I oh, sometimes yeah. think that Whack is a girl. Um, Blister Guy says... Yeah, never mind. Uh, Gargabunk <laughs> says, Jick, congratulations on your job at teaching the whole of the kingdom what our backs are. A teacher is you. On the question... Uh, on to the question. Given that this is a new slot, that the, pre the few previously existing containers were moved to, you have a largely new design space to play with. What are your general thoughts on how this design space should be used? Special unique enchantments that do quirky things? A de facto fourth accessory? As a follow-up to this, how concerned are you with the prospects of power creep in this slot, and will this cause you to be more conservative in your design approach? Well, I mean, the fact that we are, and I said this in another thread, but the fact that this, this is the first equipment slot that we have added in a sort of a mature game where we're accustomed to dealing with balance stuff has made my approach one of i almost made a spreadsheet dun 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 i know <laughs> i almost made a spreadsheet where i just listed all of the possible things like oh and just had just it laid out like is, there this, are blanks are future caps for yeah. everything yeah so like you know there is now a plus two resist to a single element uh, you know that that also does another thing, but like, but like whatever, and just say, all right, well, so now we have a, we have space for those, but we never put any more than that on it, right? right? And that, like, you know, I am committed to never putting more plus items on a back item than is on this backpack, and that was just the deal. Um, you know, yeah, I'm sure we'll do a better job. I mean, it's also like not everything is going to lend itself thematically to having one of these, right? It's going to be probably around the shirt level of commonality yeah um which is kind of funny because if it's like a cape it does go around the shirt well it goes around half the shirt just um, the shirt back. it can go all the way around the shirt if you want you just are only wearing it technically on your back Linguini Lad says, Jake, could you please tell us what the drop mechanics of the hot egg are? From reading people's comments and forums, it seems to defy the laws of regular item drops. Some people get a shitload of them in very few turns with negative item drops, and other people spend thousands of turns with over 400% item drops and get none. It is super, super simple, and everything that everybody thinks that they're doing that has any impact on it at all is just superstition. Just saying. Um, it's weird. It's weird to see people with their anecdata. Anecdata. I kind of hate that, and I kind of want to stop. Phrase, yeah, yeah. I think I want to stop saying that. But it's, it's the plural of yeah. anecdote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyrone Jones says, if as Canadians we were trying to encourage our stereotypes, I would suggest back bacon. <laughs> Which, considering the update, seems appropriate. Question: Would a DeLorean fit on the adventurers' backs so they can go back to the future? <laughs> <laughs> but then all your guts will fall out. Yeah. Why? Why? Because your back will go go away. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. That yeah, okay. Your bones too. Yeah. I think my back skin is the only thing keeping most of my bones in. <laughs> my bones. Uh, Filoni says, "ETA on the hot egg hatching." Wait, is this you? What is this? You? Your forum multi? Your brony Ooh, forum what? F felony? Oh uh, no. <laughs> ETA on the hot egg hatching oh, and the eerily silent box activating. No. They spelled it wrong. <laughs> one, one of these one of these days uh duke of pie says the scarecrow replaced the hat rack will there ever be a pants item of the month to replace the crown of thrones uh also who is the coolest person at asm 
It's probably Roy. Yeah. I don't he's know. Certainly, it, the nicest person. He's not allowed to be cool anymore because he's a he's almost he's a, a dad. He's fin, fin to be a dad. Yeah. yeah, dads aren't allowed to be cool. Uh, the scarecrow did not replace the hat rack. I don't know. Somebody suggested fundies as uh, mm. it's like a pair of underwear that your familiar can ride in. Mm. Um, no. Yeah, okay, mm. so it is an item that is. A toilet paper tube and some mayonnaise. Yeah. And it lets you equip familiars in your butt slot. The Gearotron. Right. So we're also going to need, yeah, the gear. <laughs> yes. It's a Richard's gear. <laughs> um, there, so we're also going to need the intern to figure out which familiars can go into your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would suck. Because if, So if you put it in there and then it gains a bunch of weight, oh, uh, you have to stop eating. Like a tapeworm. Oh, a tapeworm familiar. <laughs> so it would be more like an effect. <laughs> um, although it doesn't go away with the passage of time. It doesn't It doesn't go out until you uh, so put your butt intrinsic. next to a bowl of chili. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if you ate food, you wouldn't gain any adventures, but the tapeworm would. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That, like an, we could have an entire mini game taking place inside of your body as the tapeworm explores all of your organs. <laughs> we could call it the Organ Trail. Oh. I so desperately Somebody already made a game called the Organ Trail, though, but it was just about zombies. Yeah, well. it was not at all what I wanted to make. Uh, the amazing Mister Toothpaste says potions of potency. Why is the effect plus five weapon damage so low compared to most of the other reagent potions? I.e., one hundred percent to one stat. Are oranges really that awful compared to lemons or grapefruits? Dude, I yeah, I don't know. We could probably make that higher to guess i don't know yeah it's just old yeah it is old uh alioth sen says are the captain of the gourd and the lighthouse keeper related one of them says eep erp glurk and the other says bumpy bumpy bump <laughs> i guess that was sorry eep erk glurk if they're not related someone should introduce them i think they'd get along like a plane <laughs> on fire well the uh lighthouse keeper is based on the trash can man from the stand and the captain of the gourd i just made up yeah he's just kind of Freak. I, he makes a lot of noise. He's twitchy. Yep. Uh, I guess maybe he's kind of like, like Tweak from South Park, hmm. in, in the way that I imagine his mannerisms. Um, also, I think the fullness counter, with its big bold warning, not funny, is funnier than if you had made a funny fullness counter. Thus, the warning is rendered false, and all humor collapses on itself in a puff of illogic. Yeah, that was the only way to do it. But it had to go on for a really long time before that could be funny. And now he has to do it three <coughs> times. I do. Yeah. To Why? make it unfunny again. Oh, yeah. But then after the sixth time, it gets funny again. I know, right? One small question, uh, says Plucky. Do you have future backslot items in mind before creating a main backslot item of the month? Though derivatives from an item of the month, like an item from the moon or bottle, would be fine, but not direct things like the rain dog wings. <laughs> rain dog wings. <laughs> that would let Dog Lord 420 fly. Um... I mean, currently at the moment, people are limited to the makeshift cape. If they don't have torso and a restricted path, having torso would only add the vampire cape to the drops. Oh, shit. Does that still only drop if you have torso awareness, That's awesome. even though it's a back item? Nice. That is kind hmm. of awesome. Um, I, well, I mean, because I had, you had, we had discussions about narratively, like how the back slot would show up. <clears throat> and there were, there were some notions of maybe it should be related in some way to torso awareness. Uh, yeah, but. Like a secondary torso awareness. Like first, you have to become aware of your torso, yep, and then you can discover that your torso has a back. Well, or the idea that in order to know that you had a back, you should know that you have a torso. Mm -hmm. I still just very much do not like the way that shirts work in this game. Really? It, yeah, because it's an equipment slot that you unlock by 
taking one of the optional paths. That I seems- mean, that's one way to look at it. Another way is that it's an equipment slot that like 10% of people ever see. Okay. Which but, but is that's cool. It's I don't think it's cool. I think I, it's like cool. I really, I really don't. I think the joke is really good. Yeah. <sighs> I think it's great. I don't like that. It has a G in it. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, wasn't it your idea? It's probably your idea. I don't think so. I think it probably was. You probably just have like, like all of your old ideas, you have grown to, to hate them. No, I don't think it was. I think it was Scully's idea. And like all of Scully's idea, I hated it right away. (laughs) Now, if it were a tangible benefit of gnome sign and not a thing that you could perm, Mm -hmm. then I think I would feel slightly better about it because then we could just make it so you can't see those items at all unless you're like I did what the thing that bothers me about it is people will see the item. They will buy it thinking Mm -hmm. that they'll be able to put it on. And then they won't be able to, and it well, will be extremely difficult to explain to someone how it works. Because so why they don't, don't know you, what skill perming why is? Why don't we just make it so you can't even see the items in the mall, or if someone k-mails them to you, it, the k-mail just catches on fire, right? Like, like I feel like that would be it would be going a lot longer to preserve the the joke. Like you just like try, someone tries to show you a shirt, and you're like, you're holding up nothing, and like. <laughs> <clears throat> it would, you know, are you it sure would, it was a shirt, Peter? Like it would be a way to to grief the older players who forgot that. Uh, that shirt Peter is one of the ingredients in making uh, people uh, gun sweat gum, gum powder. <laughs> uh, uh, what? <laughs> bulwarks, a wearable turtle. So. God damn, I like the idea of turtle tamers being able to wear shields on their back, but that's super broken um, mechanics-wise. I mean, if they can't also wear one in their hands, maybe if you can only ever have one shield equipped at a time, regardless of slot, that might work. Well, except that then that gives you... It's still... that, That is just super, super power creepy, right? It like because then you can wield two-handed weapons with a shield. No, you can wield two one-handed weapons and a shield. Okay. Right? You can you can suddenly be all like, I mean, not that you you not that these things are for the same purpose, mm-hmm. but you could have like two bottle rocket crossbows and a pilgrim shield on. Mm-hmm. Right? What if? What I thought if about having a shield on your it, limiting it to two-handed weapons. Yeah, or one-handed weapon and an offhand. Yeah, I mean, but not a but a, a, a non shield offhand. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's goofy, right? Yeah, like it it's uh, and I ah, man, I like it so much. I like mm-hmm. that. I like it narratively so much. I I think that what is well, so then use it in some future challenge path or something. Future in game it, in a way that it can't be. What I what I do like is the idea of there being certain things that only turtle tamers can get, or things that like just backslot items that have enchantments that only turtle tamers mm. get the benefit of. Okay, right. Just as and and have them not be like, oh, there's plus forty percent items, turtle tamers only. <laughs> See, I wasn't lying. <laughs> as opposed to having to worry about balancing every item that we've already made, right? On top of it all, would they all be shells? Sure. Yeah, like a conch. Shelves. Shelly, yeah. A Shelly Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> I 
let that sink in. Uh, would it make slight sense for backslot items defensive power to either to increase either with skin of the leatherback or Dow, or add a few new trapper hide cape recipes in game? Yeah, I'm all about putting in some lower level stuff for this. Well, you uh, say lower level, but still with a 75 stat requirement, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the other thing about this is that non-Mister Storeback items are always going to have at least a 75 stat requirement, is that... and the 75 stat requirement is meant to correspond with the typical enchantment of a zero stat requirement item. Did did you actually get that to work? Because there were definitely some stuff, some things that people were equipping that were like at turn zero. Like what? At one of the back items when it first rolled. Oh. I might have forgotten to put Enchant- equip requirements. It also might there. not have been checking the equip requirements on container items. Yeah. It was definitely like it was definitely saying that it had them in certain views, but not in others. It was from a certain point of view. Yeah. Um Deadnet says, do you think we'll ever see PvP minis related to El Vibrato Island? Seems uh, Sure seems like there's a lot of focus on Fernsworthy's in the sea. Uh, that's a pretty good idea, actually. Just, huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, sa- sailing away trips on the sea, not not the sea sea, but the... The f- open ocean. Yeah, the open grid thing. That might be something we could do with PvP. Yeah. I always forget about that. Yeah, because I think of that as being a world event, but we just left it there. Yeah, after it was over. There's still stuff you can see and get. Yeah. Uh, Mayo Milkshake says you talked about it in December and again in February that I know of. I just wanted to drop a little reminder about the giant candy cane chef oh, stuff. Shit. I know you guys are busy. Yeah, goddamn it. I was spent today trying to finish the lost key, uh, just so that there are fewer. I ought to just do these things just to make it so people will have to actually come up with a question if they're going to send in a question i i read about I, there was like if you read the community q a uh thing they do this q a every week at star wars the old republic okay. which is nice right it's it's like oh you know what i like to see i like to see larger big developers companies doing this yeah you know it's not you know we will read there have been almost no times that i can remember when i did not answer a question that somebody asked, you know, if you somebody asks a lot for like questions, well, well. It, but not because I don't want to answer them, but because I don't think they're good questions or I don't, I don't think it would be interesting to answer them or they're like, why right. are you such a faggot or whatever? Right. But I, and like, you've already answered that one so many times. I know. I know. It's just, it just feels good. Um, the, if people ask about like financial details, then I'm not going to answer that. Right. But the, what they did, the, the star Wars guys were like, they post a reminder every time, don't ask us when some future feature is coming out. Like, there, there is nothing, there is no interesting way to answer that question because we don't know. And if we did, we wouldn't tell you because <laughs> then we'd be beholden to these promises that we made and maybe something changes and we don't get it out on time. Like, just or stop it. ever. <laughs> just ask a question. Like, when are you going to do thing that A, you said you would do once or B, thing that I wish that you would do? I mean, and I don't, in some ways, people constantly badgering us about these things make it so it's a thing that we are aware of. Right. So it's like they do, you know, it's just like right after I told El Acordianachi to stop reminding me to upload the newest podcast, I just forgot to upload one for like a (laughs) week because nobody reminded me. (sighs) Boy, are we caught up on... No, I'm advice hot. Dog. There's an advice hot dog that I still need to edit and post that Roy made me a thing for. Yeah, this has been crazy. 
I don't understand how I've been playing so many video games and also been so busy. Yeah, I, I don't get how you do it. I, I just have, I have practically no time, it seems, to play games. And I'm anymore. getting work done. It's not like I'm blowing off work to play video games. Sure. I'm just, I think it's one of those things like where I'm, it's like the most productive four months that I ever had were this one semester where I was working a 40 hour a week job and going, like taking classes full time. And it was just like, huh. well, I guess I'm just doing shit from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed every day because I have no choice. Huh. Uh, but I don't know why I'm feeling like that about did video you, games. Did you also at the same time play a bunch of video games? No, I did not. I played almost no video games uh, that way. But, but I mean, now working on video games and playing video games are two things that I feel like. Two 40 I'm hour and a week jobs. Yeah, two 40 hour week jobs. Um, Rabbit House says, so the new PvP season is up and a record of all, and all record of last season is gone. Wait, no, it's not. It was. It's uh, back. It's back. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. This was, I guess, spoke too soon thing. Thanks from a quiet fan, Rabbit House. No, thank you for the feedback. Um, you were right. We, did, you know, it, so part of the problem was that CD Moyer realized too late that he was he had plans at oh, rollover right. when the season was going out, and he felt bad about it because it was like this whole thing was his idea, right? Like this this new PvP has kind of been his deal, and he was like, ah, fuck. So then he wrote this script that I had to run. But then there was a bunch of other stuff that he wasn't like, you know, he was he wanted to do it. He was going to do it, but he just didn't. He couldn't because he was seeing some band that I had heard of but didn't know anything about. What band? I don't remember. The electric uh, Kool-Aid acid test. Slat hatch. Slat slat hattery. (laughs) Humphreys McGee. I don't Some. I don't remember. (laughs) Picking granite. Lick and stab it. Lincoln Park. Yeah, it was Lincoln Park. That was okay. it. Uh, Cognitive Disco Dance says, when initially given our campsite, there's a sizable plot of land cleared for you, no questions asked. What do you think about the idea of progressively clearing the area, kind of like how you clear the tavern cellar, producing a larger and larger plot of land to call your own? Having huge tracts of land could be a requirement for better dwellings or be a point of pride. Like, oh, man, uh, if it was Castleville. Like all, if it was a bunch <laughs> of weeds and you had to weed them and it was a hundred turns unless you <laughs> donate for this weed whacker of the month. And it's a different every month. Yeah. Well, you get different weeds every month. It's important to uh, have true. it tailored Fucking to genetic engineering, man. They, like Monsanto's, uh, Monsanto's shit keeps escaping into the wild. And then they sue you and steal. Yeah, they sue meat. you. They're like, yeah. yeah, what you great. Well, but well, you know what? For uh, there's also a lawyer of the month available in Mr. Store. <laughs> also, be sure and buy every patent of the month because you never know when somebody's going to come after you. Um, man, I wish the campsite was different. So if somebody puts illegal MP3s on your hard drive, is the RIAA allowed to sue you? They, Anybody's allowed to sue anybody, right? That's a fundamental well, tenet yeah. of, of tort. So far, law, they have right? only been suing people for uploading. I, so, I mean, this is going back to the Monsanto question. Like, they are they sue farmers who are next door to... Uh, farmers that have that use their products because mm-hmm. there's cross-pollination yeah. and how is that legal like it's not through no action of their own did they yeah, acquire I, these i've read metafilter genes. articles about it but i don't remember the details really they're suing them for declawing their cats <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, perpetuating and rape circumcising their cats and circumcising their circumcising their cats, cats. Yeah. God, you cut all the barbs off their penis and then (laughs) because it's better for the ladies. 
Yeah, it's weird because they would be against ripping the. the, the so Metafilter's probably totally against female circumcision. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've never you heard think? them say that, but I'm going out on a limb. <laughs> um, but they also don't want you cutting the barbs off of cat dicks. So yeah. how, the, you can't win. You can't win with these guys. <laughs> metal, metal, I don't even know if cats really have barbed dicks. I, Apparently they do. And that's why you hear all that Apparently yelling. Apparently the Kaji guys in uh, in Skyrim, it's it's canon that they also have barbed dicks. Huh. Not that they're all just named Barb or Dick. Right. Um. Metal Mickey says, Hi guys, as far as KOL, I'm very much an everything's public or full disclosure type of guy. In other words, a show-off. A few semi-related questions in order of importance. One, can you please make the other accomplishments visible to everyone? Uh, there's no need for cool little trophy images like uh, console accomplishments, but that would be a great joke. They are not at all standardized in a way that would make that really practical yeah. to do. It would be like making a thing that was equivalent to other accomplishments, but about somebody other than you. Uh, two, talking of accomplishments, how come it doesn't tell me my basement level lifetime since NS13? I've got past the 500th floor recently. I don't know, man. Because that's a thing that there's a leaderboard for. Like, Because that's not I, necessarily tracked the I same way. I kind of feel like maybe it's been enough years that we could remove weird lifetime NS13 stuff. relics from NS11? various leaderboards. Well, pre-NS13 pre relics. Pre-NS13. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I guess that's the thing that there is a leaderboard for, but you can't see it anywhere, which is kind of weird. That was the thing that I didn't like, which is why I suggested that they make the, or that Chris make the, uh, your current levels on the minis visible to you in the Coliseum, right. which I think is great. Yeah. Um, three, can we please have a way of attaching our forum sig slash avatar to our profile? Huh. Like... In, in KOL. KOL profile? Hmm. That seems a little weird. You could put the URL in your profile and somebody could click yeah. on it. It would certainly look very strange if people's forum avatars were visible on their... Oh, I don't think that's what he means. I think he means the SIG, right? But, I mean, that stuff is all... That's it's external all to the game. Visible, right? Already, right? I mean, mm. I don't think that there's. It's compiled. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's like the display case and stuff. I mean, it's uh, yeah. Huh. Uh, Linguini Lad says, "Why doesn't every boss monster count towards the murderous PvP mini?" Yeah, that was that was contentious. contentious. Um, well, it wasn't contentious. It was just complicated, right? Like it wasn't like we were getting into arguments about which things should count and which we shouldn't. Did in fact, we were trying to what so. Right now, there is a checkbox in the Monster Spindler that says boss, which has been really abused over a long period of time. Because for a while, that yeah, it did a lot of things. For a while, that was also how you made something not puttyable. That was the only way to... It was the yeah. only way to accomplish a bunch of important things. Uh, and it is no longer the only way to accomplish those things, but there are other factors at play because people have gotten used to it. Um, we use the same technique for determining what bosses count for murderous as we did for determining what bosses count for boss pies with the organ grinder which is but then, this is that people are but gonna, then didn't you people, also this makes people so sad stuff uh, like hobopolis bosses counted for boss pies right yeah they do and they don't count for the bosses. yeah i think chris probably added a blacklist yeah so um, there's there is it's not exactly the same yeah fuck the idea i mean wasn't the idea that this is a mini that should 
by and large favor ascenders. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean the whole so season. The whole season is like that. The idea is that you do not get to re- like just repeatedly kill bosses within a, within a specific run. Yeah. So it's, it's meant to be one time only bosses. I mean, there might be some exclusions to that, but you're supposed to be able to make way more progress by ascending than anything else. I'm curious what the the graph of number of PVP fights is going to look like this season. If yeah. it's going to if people are going to like spend some time ascending before they even bother trying to fight. Well, and I mean, I think if you're ascending rapidly, you aren't going to get as many fights either because you don't have as many resources to devote to the accumulation of pvp fights right, right. like sure they're, because they're like turn gen and pvp fights are often yeah outer outer yep orthogular Numbat says, for PvP, can we get a one-of-a-kind item that allows you to randomly remove one piece, targeted or random, of equipment from someone with a broken hippie stone? I figure a fairly high swagger cost and a one-a-day limit in green chat message would make it not that bad, but still something nice and clubby. Also, it would make hillholders targets of something interesting. I, I, I like that, but I it don't think we can get away with it. It screws up yeah. so many possible scenarios when if someone's just adventuring and suddenly you take off a piece of their gear, it could cause all kinds of problems. It shouldn't. It, the game should, I mean, somebody could be adventuring and you, I guess they could be in the middle of a fight yep. and you could take it off. But. Yeah. Uh, Davik says, one, when you get out of the VIP swimming pool, you just get a short message saying you get out of the pool and then a single link to take you back to the VIP room. This doesn't seem to serve any purpose. Could getting out of the pool just take you back to the VIP room? I think it was probably supposed to, but because that thing is coded as a choice adventure, by the time it gets to that point, it's too late for it to send a, an a, exit. a redirect header. Um yeah, I I think it'll be fine. The whole pool is a choice adventure. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, choice adventures rule. Making it so, making it so everything can arg- execute arbitrary code uh, just makes everything everything. <laughs> Conditionals. Sure. Conditionals could do anything. We could put a whole we could build an entire mini game into the conditional on a single item drop if we wanted to. That'd be awesome. I think that would be really horrible. Awesome. <laughs> Having to write all that stuff on a single line of code. Uh, two, I'd forgotten how much fun Space Trip was until yesterday. Is there any way we could get a home edition TM of Space Trip that didn't cost tokens or turns? Obviously, there would be no tickets, and it wouldn't count for PvP purposes just for fun, because goddamn, that game is fun. You know, I mean, it hasn't changed in a couple of years. I could just spin out a... Um, An external. You could put it in the toys section of the yeah, Asymmetric site. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that there is a choice projector that Chris wrote... Um, I mean, I wonder if we could do that with other mini games too. What's weird with that one, though, is that it requires uh, some storage, right? It, it can't just run in memory. Well, but I mean, that's what a cookie is for or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, you know, I think it would be harder than I thought just then that it would be, but not, not impossible. Um, ah, man, Space Trip makes me happy. That was fun to make, and then it turned out to be something that people liked. I remember walking in when it was, like, not even close to finished and seeing Jenny playing it when she had her computer hooked up to the TV for a while. Right. And I was like, huh, you're playing this? She was like, yeah, it's really fun. I was like, huh. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm apparently on to something. Um, Feneldar says, I sent in a radio bugbear question about one of the particular staves earlier, but I noticed the entire big stirring stick line of chef staves have mysticality requirements higher than what is required to make them. Uh, and then he gives some examples. Um, he says, yeah, players could be more careful, but I don't remember ever being able to get something through normal gameplay that I couldn't equip. 
I mean, the shiny ring used to very much be like yeah, that. Yeah, um, I remember that. No, but we changed that because it wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, the the idea at the time was that chef staves were sort of a high level thing, right? But then when it's like, oh, we should make an item of the month that has a chef stave in it, then right. that, that kind of went away, and it was weird. Also, there was no there was no quest required for the item of the month ones. Yeah, you, you did not get them from Roderick, which was a weird thing to. Yeah, that's still so great. There's a kind of cheese called Roderick <laughs> and Rod. <laughs> um, Happy Dan says, "Will Drunken Stupor ever be revamped?" Eh, I doubt it. Uh, one says, "Mark the Malicious." What do you think about the K Bay auction service? I don't really ever think about it. Um, it's like offline auction house for yeah. k-well goods i mean you know it is what it is is it for meat or is it for cash money i've not ever actually looked at it so you know it's one of those arm's length kind of things i mean you know kind of feel the same way about that that i feel about all of those things like bank of kol or Faxbot or whatever which is like it's cool i guess you know right but it's like there's no it's just we're some, not policing it yeah, it's just yeah. some dudes you know some dudes doing some stuff and <laughs> When dudes did do you, stuff, they just do whatever. Did you see the KOL Flash game? <laughs> I didn't. Is it pretty bad? Uh, yeah. But the idea the idea for it, theoretically, was that you would import your character from KOL to be able to play, which everyone who saw it was like, so this is just some really poorly executed phishing scam? <laughs> eh, probably not. I mean, who knows? I mean, it wouldn't have to be, right? I mean, you could get a... I think you can get a profile with some data on it without having to be logged in through the SIG thing. Unless you... I don't don't know if that has to be opted into or not. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Number two, the year is half over and the traveling trader has not arrived. Did you forget or are you just waiting for the right time? And we just didn't really... We ran out of... I guess we have a couple of items left that were finished that one year Mm -hmm. in San Francisco. Um, WVO Quinn says, one, please give turtle tamers a skill that lets them wear shields on their backs. Two, have you been waiting to introduce a backslot into the game for a while, or was it a recent decision? Why a backslot? Was it just a way of phasing out the container slot? Yes. Uh, are there other slots that you've thought about introducing? I would... I don't know. Rift Rift made a backslot too, right? Did they? Oh yeah, they just did. Introdu- right. I thought you said me. Yep, Rift made a backslot. <laughs> you've just got Rift. You've just got Rift. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Are you what, killing a pig? I, I only own one video game. Oh, you've just got Rift. Uh, yes, <laughs> you go killing a pig. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Three. Jake, can you talk about why you didn't like Prometheus? You keep obliquely alluding to some moment that killed it for you, but I don't know what you mean. It was as soon as they decided that people needed to start dying horror movie style, and like the story had to go to shit to start supporting a bunch of action movie horse shit. Hmm. That's the point at which I stopped liking it. Did you did you hope that it was going to be one of those slow and boring, like boring slow and slow and boring? Yeah, s- slow and boring, and boring, and uh, and good. Or did did, did you uh, you saw that graph in the Star Trek Red Letter Media thing that was like things can be really slow and boring and good, or they can be like really fast paced and actiony and good, but then when you try to do things in the middle, that's where they kind of mm. suck. Mm. <clears throat> I haven't seen that as recently as you have. Yeah. I should watch it again. 
the dog delusion asking about uh, being able to stack multiple days bounties to do, which is still a thing that I kind of like, but it's just, you know, I don't know. Uh, the Nuge says, hi, Jinko. I noticed that over on the Asymmetric website, there's some of the random comment gener- content generators available. As a sometimes DM in real life, I wonder if you guys would be willing to make some of the other name generators and such available. Uh, yeah, no, I totally would. I mean, like, it is... Those work in a way that does not require them to hit KOL's database anymore. Um, I just, I have to run a thing to export all of the word buckets into text files uh, so that that, and then those become static and do it. Then they become static. So yeah, but I mean, it's, it's the work of a minute to do another dump of them. It's just not a thing that I would probably remember. You can take a dump in a minute. Yeah. Huh? Um, yeah, I was in the 1984 Olympic speed shitting team. <laughs> From Jamaica? Uh, also, in the PvP, uh, in regards to PvP Season 2, how much were the changes motivated by suggestions or criticisms or complaints from Season 1 compared to motivation to just change stuff, compared to motivation to mix our peanut butter and chocolate through PvP and Ascension working nicely together? Well, I mean, it was... All of the above? Yeah. I don't know, percentage-wise. I yeah. mean, CD Moyer sort of made most, called most of the shots, and then... And then, like, dev team sort of complained, and a couple things were changed. I mean, most of the stuff that they complained about were my ideas. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because when there was, like, there were, like, all of the minis were decided on except two or three of them, and Chris and I had a little mini conference call, and (laughs) I suggested some other minis, and ha ha ha, and, uh, yeah, like, there was one that everybody would have apparently really hated, which was just, how much candy have you eaten? Hmm. Uh, which was just basically like a meat spending mini, which personally I think is fucking fine, right? But they like, I really believe that the current sort of social and political climate in the U.S. is is causing these opinions to spill over into KOL. You don't, I, you don't think this is just something that was has always been around? No, I don't. It it wow. has not. It has not always been this bad typically typically in the forums if somebody was like ah this event is just another way for the rich to get richer somebody would point out a lot of people would point out well no because kol isn't the real world so its economy doesn't work that way right like these events are a great way for wealth to get redistributed and most of the people that are rich now got rich by taking advantage of a world event and maybe not most of them but like that is certainly many, one many of them. It's certainly one way to do it, sure. and it is it is a huge equalizing force in the economy. But it seems like it seems to me at least like that stuff is getting shot down left and right by the like. Well, no, anything anything where having a whole bunch of meat conveys an advantage is like inherently undesirable, and I don't think that that used to be there, right? I mean, I feel like that's I feel like that is just a, a sea change in the way that people react to stuff on a visceral level. And I you know, maybe I'm wrong. There are people who say, no, nothing has changed, you know, and people that I trust and that I think are paying attention and, and know the score. But I, I don't know. It just feels weird to me. It feels weird that it feels weird that so many times in the last like three months, we've had these arguments in dev that were all centered around something being like too advantageous to people with a lot of meat. And you know, like the fucking, the formula for the way that the crayon kid gives pvp fights i just don't fucking understand why that created so much vitriol but it did i mean it was just like 
because it was a way. It, it it's gotten to the point where. But it anything anything that mechanically favors turn gen becomes a favoring the rich. Well, it was that one I'm I understood though because like it became a thing where instead of instead of there being an interesting choice about consuming PvP foods and boozes, it became obvious that you should just <clears throat> consume regular food and booze, and then you'd make up you'd but, make up all the difference. But it but it didn't. It it became obvious that maybe ten dudes, if they went through millions and millions and millions of meat a day worth of consumables, this would be the obvious best answer for well, them. But, but and right, I don't but think it, that like, that fucking matters at all. But it, even if that's even if it is just a theoretical construct, the fact that that it would, as a singular object, destroy this otherwise really interesting system seems like a, a reason to change it. it doesn't destroy the otherwise interesting system. It except does, in, Except in a tiny, <clears throat> tiny minority of totally unsustainable cases. And that that is my contention. Yeah, I mean, but if I it would it, happen for I, a couple are, of days worth, there are some people no with billions be of possible. meat. So a million meat, a couple million meat a day of food is just not a big deal. Right? Like, that's... Right? They can sustain that for years if they want to. I don't think so. Because the problem that they were talking about was like world event style levels of turn gen. There isn't a player who can sustain 1,200 turns a day worth of turn gen for a year. I don't think that I don't think that the economy can sustain that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it can sustain a year's worth of one person doing that. I think all of the shit that they're buying would all be gone. Yeah, eventually the there pro- aren't like, going to be any more Vita Chaka nutrient. Th- this crazy gases. stunt shit is is uh, we've always felt that it was okay because it's got built-in checks and balances, right? Because it's not it's not like you buy it from the game, right? This shit has to come from somewhere. But you you do sort of buy it from the game. I mean, like, if you're getting frozen banquets and stuff like that, you know, it's it's those are things that you can still get and that, you know, you but, can pay you, a clan to set stuff up for you or whatever. But you can't whatever. get them fast enough to maintain a constant supply. I don't think uh, that you can get those things fast enough to maintain a constant supply even for one person. I, I, I think they. I true. think that they would. They would price themselves out of a particular market. I, I mean, really, would, really fast. You would be creating. You would be creating a new market that would start to try to to meet. Like, if you increase demand, supply will also increase. Right. Like that's not necessarily not so, like there. There is no. If there are smart capitalists there. there, there okay. So whenever, there is, whenever there's there is an insufficient opportunity for arbitrage, there is an insufficient on a theoretical level amount that you could increase demand for mafia wines that would ever increase the supply of them. Well, because right. the supply I'm not, of I'm not talking. Fixed. I'm not talking about stuff that is obviously like <clears throat> actually literally limited. You're not talking about that. But you know who is talking about that is the people generating eleven hundred turns a day. But I. I I'm not sure that it, if they limited themselves to only things that you can, can still get in the game, I'm curious how, how high their turn gen would be. And I think it might be high enough such that they can they can still do what they're talking about. I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, like, I would have to look at the numbers a little more carefully. But but at some point in the future, we might bump up the, the possible stuff. So, it, like... It makes sense I, to 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 just avoid that whole issue now while we're thinking about it. I guess it. So from a from a balance point of view, it did make. You know, I eventually relented on the on the goth kid thing. I am still. I am a hundred percent certain that this was 
absolutely a perceptual problem and not a real balance problem. I acknowledge that the perceptual problem was there and that it needed to be fixed, but that shit always just chafes me a little bit, you know? And, and it's like, I think this is a perceptual problem that would not have been there a year ago or two years ago. And maybe it's just because nobody gave a fuck about PVP then, right? I do think it's important to not... Like, we need to occasionally have things that are beneficial to the rich so that the rich will start pouring some of their meat into the poor. Right, and so that there will be an incentive for people to actually... I mean, this is a resource management game. It has to reward resources. It already does to such a large extent, though, that, uh, you know, I'm not sure that that making stuff specifically for the rich to do is a wise thing because like unintentionally yeah but i mean they already they already have such a huge advantage it just seems like anything anything that allows you to exchange the fundamental resources of the game for other resources is always going to be stacked to the people who have more of the original resource right in a way a zone that has a monster in it that drops an item right. unfairly favors the rich because people with more turn gen get more of that item. Right. And at some point, that becomes a hollow objection, right? Because it has to. It mm-hmm. has to, or else the resource of the turn is no longer worth anything, right? I mean, it's... So, but, like, the argument the argument with the goth kid or whatever was was that you have this interesting choice of whether you generate turns or PvP fights with with this resource that you have, which is, you know, your fullness and your drunkenness, right? And having that be meaningful across the board from the poorest player to the richest player, I think, is good. And taking away, like, having the rich players be capable of being like, well, if I really want to do this, right, then all I have to do is generate more turns, and then I can up my minis, way more effectively and get more fights than anybody else so this is clearly the best choice whether or not i can sustain it it's not like it's not even a choice anymore it's like if it's just a question of price right but and and that's that is the point at which i think it's okay like the the whether or not i can sustain it is huge in determining what the actual outcome of the situation is which is what i'm trying to keep but that's a that's a view floating that's a floating thing and then because we're not going to be paying attention to balance of that particular issue every day maybe like we do something during a world event that suddenly tips the scales in favor of this being totally sustainable and you know the the new formula on the goth kid is safer yeah it's safer right and i just i don't know i don't know that it's increased safety is worth the couple the, of hours that we spent no 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 i mean it, that you know that was a conversation that i think needed to be had right i mean it, like it's not like i don't know you know the worst day talking so, about video games is better than the best day fishing Right. That's what they say, right? <laughs> there was, in the game a long time ago, when I was just a player, there was the drunk tank, where you could go to the drunk tank when you were drunk, and every now and then you'd get an adventure which would lower your drunkenness. Right. Um, or, sorry, it was one of the advent- possible adventures that yeah. you'd get in the drunken stupor, right? And you made foods, and I think it was boozes. You made boozes that were so good that they gave you more adventures than the expected 
right return of like lowering your drunkenness in the drunk tank um and so like you know there was one day where i had like 2500 adventures because i was just like looping through that consuming more booze and then going back to the drunk tank and consuming more booze and going and it wasn't like awesome stat gains or whatever but it was it was infinite effectively as long as i could continue with those boozes Right. right. And so that was definitely right. a resource. And the thing. As long as you could, as long as you could bankroll right. the best thing, which I mean, yeah, sure, I guess that, I mean, I obviously decided that that was worth fixing. Right. But that's, I mean, that's, I feel like this is a very similar objection. Like it, it wasn't infinitely sustainable, but it was just a matter of time before there were plenty, like plentiful enough booze items out there that it wasn't really like if I could generate any kind of income on the side from doing that and then it would be worth i mean i would agree with that if there was any way to convert pvp fights into any other asset in kol which there is not right there, like yeah, people <clears throat> say that the only thing Random that you can convert it into is velocity of dick swinging and that's no. the thing that people really cared about i mean people are people are making a profit off of the stuff that they got well not necessarily a profit the, the, the like the the people that were that got rewards from the leaderboards have something that they can now sell. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know if that will, if they actually did the analysis, I don't know if, I doubt they would break even because they probably had to spend enough um, last season that it doesn't actually equate. But like that's, that is a thing that you might do. You, and especially when nobody knew what the rewards were going to be, there was an incentive to, to try to, get on those leaderboards and stuff. Yeah. You know, I I mean, historically when we have arguments like this, you're almost always right. And I think that you probably are right in this case, but I do, I do maintain. And I very much felt this way at the time. Like, like it was primarily a perceptual problem. Sure. Just, just because of the unsustainability of the actual behavior in question. Sure. And while you look at it and think, well, it's unsustainable now, but there's no guarantee that it would stay unsustainable. I don't know. It's it's probably the difference between like doing some sort of programming method where it it actually is like elegant and doesn't use a lot of resources versus one where it does use a lot of resources, but in either case, it's still you know under uh, you know ten microseconds or whatever on the on the server. So it just it doesn't have any like real impact. But like one is like pretty more likely to get Linux assholes to yell at you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hey, speaking of which, uh, let's go to. Uh, Man, uh, because it's the 4th of July, our, our normal between podcast haunt is closed. Mm. Dun, dun, uh, so unless dun. we wanted to start going, unless we wanted to start drinking, unless we wanted to go drinking a margarita <laughs> at three o'clock, which clearly we did not. Uh, so we're going to have to, we're going to have to go. Get I don't a, know why a beer and a on a holiday, why it would not be a problem. Why it would be a problem to. Yeah. Cause you know, the bulk of the staff at Manuel's Mexican Cantina is so super super eager to celebrate the fourth of july that was a joke about how they're mostly mexicans there do you think luis do you think luis gives a fuck he's a he's a honest good-hearted patriotic american unless he's the guy that stole our fucking credit card i don't think it was him i think it was that guy behind the bar i don't think it was i don't think it was anybody at manuel yeah i do you can't trust them they're shifty it's the white guys there you can't trust what how did how did uh that one place answer the phone uh, uh, manuals in Tempe. Yeah, manuals. There's, thanks, thanks, buddy. They obviously, put the white guy on the phones too. Um, just like they always put the retarded guy there to tear your tickets. Mm. Mm. Every time, without fail. If there is one employee of a movie theater who cannot talk very well, that's the one that they will have <laughs> talking to you. Yeah. Uh, 
I did it when I, you know, when you, I was, when I was, you were the retarded when you were kid. retarded. <laughs> when I, when I was managing a theater, there was the like handicapped oh, guy oh, I see. who was, you know, the least physically capable of tearing the tickets of any guy. But it was also, it's like either that or everybody's popcorn takes four times as long. So, you know, I know why it happens. Hmm. Yeah. Affirmative action. That was his handicap. He was black. <laughs> oh yeah. all right let's wow uh, yeah. going out on Maybe a go positive yeah. Yeah. i need to start i need to start drinking so i'll loosen up a little bit <laughs> all right i hope good night. you had good night. good night everyone we'll see you on video games hot dog coming up next i hope you yeah. had a great holiday and uh, have a great weekend